Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Brittany Peterson. You're the second place finisher of the 2019 Western States Endurance Run. Wow, congratulations, Brittany. <laughs> Thank you so much. How are you feeling right now? Um, I mean, just kind of still like shocked from the whole experience and then, you know, feeling the remnants from the 100 mile race. So this is our first time interviewing you. I'd love to sort of get a background on who you are as a runner. Yeah. I think, I mean, my background lately has been the shorter technical okay. sky running. Um, do, I did the World Series last year, the Skyrunner World Series. Okay. And that's that kind of fits with just the training grounds that I run on in Idaho. Where are you from in Idaho? Pocatello, Idaho, okay. Eastern Idaho. Cody, my boyfriend's from Central Idaho, which has like three or four different big mountain ranges around yeah. it. So we go up there all the time and we're just... A lot of our bulk of our training really is just long adventure runs. Big girly stuff yes. in the high country. Yes. Which Technical terrain. Was a nice natural segue into sky running. Yeah. And then after that, I mean, the Lynn family, Paul being my coach, Cody being my boyfriend, their father and grandfather was Bob Lynn, the old medical director. So really, we've come to Western States the last, since I've been with them, like the last two, three years okay. before this. So every year I come, you know, I, I get that fever of like, all right, I want to do this now. Like, sign me up. I want to jump in. And so last year, after completing the World Series, is kind of like, what, what do I want to do this next year? So it was time to shift over and just see something different. Because I also feel, you know, dabbling in the fast 50Ks, like the way too cools. Um, I do well there. I do well at the sky running. I feel like I don't have the edge on some of those European girls that can just go so fast on those gnarly descents. I was going to say the technical downhills in Europe. I mean, you got to live on it, yes, practice on it, yes. eat it. And I can hold my own, but, you know, I was, my, well, my best result was a first place, but that was a, the least technical course. <laughs> Other than that, I was like third or, you know, beyond that. So it was kind of that, like, I don't know where, where my strengths are exactly like where I really shine or where my heart really lies with what I want to do with ultra running. Mm. So it's kind of, let's look at the hundred Ks, the hundred miles again. Try something totally different. And new. Absolutely. So and, you got, sorry. Oh, well, I think the other thing too is just racing in Europe all year. I wanted to come back to the U.S. and just tackle some of the biggest races here too. Be home. Yeah. Try, try oh, the home stuff. And the travel is so much by nicer. <laughs> so you, uh, you came into this season with the goal of running Western States, getting yes. a golden ticket, being yep. able to come here. Mm -hmm. What was it like to fire off yesterday morning from Olympic Valley after this is something that being part of the Lind family, you have heard, talked, yeah. lived? Yeah, I mean, it was cool. Like Paul was like, you're standing on the line and you're standing right next to me as he's shooting the gun. Aww. Which I'm like, I don't want to be right on the front line. <laughs> you know, But that was pretty special. And then... Paul having run it twice, like his first year in 1986 when he was 18. I mean, he just lives and breathes. Like, it's more than just a race. And so that's how I've come to know it. Mm. And just, he was reminding me race day morning of like, that first time on the line is something you'll never get back and just something so incredibly special. It was like, take that moment up at the escarpment, mm. turn around, see the sunset, enjoy, you know, look for... Um, Robinson Flat, you know, not that I had any idea where it was, <laughs> you know, but just really enjoy that high country. And we purposely didn't train in the high country, mm. you know, because he's like, 
that first 30 miles people don't really know and it's just such a special thing to get that day on the race keep which it fresh she was right a surprise yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. um so in my mind it's the first part of the course that would suit you the most yes like there was a little bit of snow there's yeah. some altitude yeah some rocks and some mud uh-huh yeah how, how were the high country miles those i mean our whole race plan was you know you're not racing until forest hill so okay. you basically have 100k where you are on a long time to chill yeah yeah you are on a long training run like the longest training run ever. <laughs> right um and it was pretty cool because it actually worked out that there was a pack of us going up to the escarpment and okay. that was pretty special and cool and then it kind of singled out where because of you know i wanted to move efficiently without wasting energy felt like holding back or mm -hmm. without being too crazy on yeah. it but knowing that that was a strength where so I, I positioned myself in a way where I had open room um, and oh, I could go yeah, yeah yeah I could glissade down something without putting the brakes on and wasting quads yeah. um, so really I mean I felt like that I caught back up to the gals that were faster than me up to the escarpment and and then just made a conscious effort of I'm not pushing too hard once we started getting into the dirt and climbing a little bit more because um, actually I've been in California a fair amount, so my climbing is not where I would have liked it and just being injured earlier this okay. spring. But it's, it's still, muscle memory is still there. It's still there. Um, you, very early on, it, I mean, it wasn't too far into the race where you were in the women's top five, mm -hmm. running in third, fourth, fourth place. We're being surrounded by bees right now. <laughs> just stay over there. Um, is that... Was that part of the race plan to be as far up as you were as early as you were? No. Paul had said, you know, he gave me, you know, we knew that this was an area we wanted to capitalize on my strength where he said, I trust you that you know yourself where if you're going out and you find yourself in first place, in 30th place or, you know, whatever, I think he gave me kind of the okay of, you're going to be fine if you do find yourself where higher Where you are up. is where you are. Yes. Just yep. run, but run with this plan and wherever you are, you are. And that's where, I mean, I was in third pretty quickly, or no, fourth pretty yep. quickly, and then going back and forth between third and fourth. Yeah. Where I just kept the whole time just mental check of how am I feeling? Am I running within my own training run? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I was every time, and so it was just utilize this because I know that the flatter, faster miles that taps into other people's strengths and the 100 mile distance is just something you never know what the latter half is going to be like. So I wanted to use my strengths early on. Um, that's a perfect segue to talking about the end of the race. You never yeah. know what the latter half is going to be like. Nope. Somewhere around mile 93, is it? Uh-huh. Uh, at that point, you had moved into second place. Is that correct? I, going up to Green Gate, Claire, when Courtney was injured, uh -huh. Claire shifted into first, I shifted into second. And, and then, then it was this continual, how far ahead is she? And Cody, my pacer, was like, we're gaining on her. We just took off two minutes in that section. And so I knew we were making gains okay. between 85 to 90. And then we actually saw her like less than a quarter of, or less than a half mile before the highway 49 crossing and then um so the way that she described it was that 
you know, her and her pacer were looking for you guys. And there were no lights, there were no lights, there were no lights, and then suddenly you were there. Were you hunting in the dark without we, your headlamps? We might have been. Oh, you may have been. I think we had headlamps on because it was starting to get pretty dark and we're on that like narrow. So Cody was like, you can put your light on if you need to. But then once we saw theirs, it's like, put your light. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I mean, you turned your lights off, you rolled up on them in the dark, and then you hauled past. Tried to haul past. Well, you did haul past. I made the surge, took into first. Yep. She hung right tight with me. Well, she said she just held on for dear life to your pacer, Cody's ankles for a little sure. bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was frazzled, hectic. Like, I'm trying to actually, you know, pass with authority, which was the best I could muster at that time. And she held on super, super strong. And then, I mean, we were just talking this morning with. Paul and my crew and everything where they were up at Pointed Rocks and they said it was, I mean, your picture captures it, but Paul was <laughs> like, shouting. Yes. he's like, Claire and Brittany like cross paths and like bump each other, which I don't even remember. You know, bottles are flying, <laughs> the crew members just haphazard. So he said it like that picture only captures a small glimpse of like just the utter what was chaos. happening? Yeah. Like true chaos. He said that it was like, it was just the race of who's going to set pace on that single track, which I was like, in hindsight, Claire had to have just been hanging onto my heels, knowing she was going to make a gutsy move, dashing down. I mean, she just hauled total ass and made a statement, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, so uh, leaving the aid station, did she leave right in front of you? Did you leave together? What happened? We left together, but she, Cody and I were saying, like, it was one of the most impressive surges we have mm. ever seen because she was literally... I mean, I was struggling because she demoralized me, <laughs> but she, honestly, we couldn't even see her light, like, instantaneously it felt, which, granted, there's all those turns and everything. Twists and, and turns and trees. Yeah, and but, I mean, she she did a good job of passing with authority and making her move and then following through with it and held strong the entire way to Placer Track. <laughs> um, but also, like, you held strong, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you crossed the line in the fourth fastest mm -hmm. time that a woman's run in a 40-plus year history. Race. Yeah. Like, no bones about it. You right. had a hell of a race. Pretty special, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how did that feel coming into the track? You probably, you know, weren't aware of quite how fast your time was going to be until afterwards. You know, there's all that talk of being sub-18. I mean, and honestly, I had battery save mode on my watch, okay. so I didn't see my time at all. Okay. So, like, Forest Hill, I'm like, it could be noon. I have no idea. <laughs> and then Paul was like... The darkest noon ever. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, and, like, we had talked about needing headlamps at, you know, between approaching ALT, and we didn't turn headlamps on until uh, nearly okay. Highway 49, which, obviously, I knew I was doing okay. And then yeah. I started asking Cody towards the end of, like, am I going to get that sub-18 because mm. I've worked this hard? Let's make sure. And I, I mean, I owe a lot of that to Claire because we were pushing so hard the last 15, 20 miles, which is why I got that time and showed me what I was capable of, which is pretty cool. To me, what the two of you did last night is one of those examples of like, when you look up the word competition in the dictionary, it's not like you're competing against somebody. Competition oh, yeah. is like working with somebody to mm -hmm. bring out your mutual best selves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean... Just cool watching the videos of like finishing. Claire's just so excited. And then we go right into this like awesome hug. Yeah. Where it's just like second place. That was an awesome race. And yeah. I'm super, super excited. She owned that race and deserved that first place. And 
Both of us are super happy. She couldn't have done what she did exactly. without you. Yeah. You couldn't have done what you did without her. Exactly. Which is why I love this sport so much. Yeah. Um, your first Western States, mm -hmm. you run 1730 something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty ridiculous time. Does this get you thinking about just crazy possibilities or what you might want to do next or are you sitting on your laurels at this moment? I'm saying, you know, I'll be back at Western next year. Okay, you're gonna claim the F2. <laughs> but I said I'm not I'm not thinking about that until next year at this time. Okay. <laughs> right. Or at least give me give myself a few days. Cause I mean yeah. I still go into even at Banderas, just like when you hit the sixty mile mark, I'm like, forty more miles? This is nuts. Why do people do this? And then Yesterday, I'm like, 100 milers are crazy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but here I am. Uh, yeah. I'm seeing I'll, this one through. I'll be back, but I'm not thinking about that for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you going to do? Drink a couple cocktails? Uh, you know, I am... My big next focus... Well, one, Cody and I are putting on a technical mountain running camp. Okay. So that's early August. So we'll be gearing up for that. And okay. Super excited just to hopefully... I mean, because I think, honestly, as I've been reflecting on this, it's like... How did I accomplish what I accomplished yesterday? And I really feel like the technical running keeps coming back mm. into my results and my successes mm. that the technical running plays a part of that. And I really think whether you're sky running, whether you're doing Western States, whether you're doing a 50K speed go, whatever, technical running helps you. Mm. I mean, just so many people talk about like, oh, they blow their stabilizers early right. because of rocks or because of snow. If you just have that, well-rounded strength. I don't know. I just, I think it's super yeah. fun and really important. It's helped me a ton and I recognize that where I, I'm hoping that we can really have some excitement with our camp. Awesome. But then my next A race is CCC. CCC. Mm -hmm. Which I think will be a nice bump. Like keep the runnable, add some climbing mountain stuff in there. Awesome. And have some fun times in the mountains. But I'm not thinking about that for a little bit either. Awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you on your second place finish at the Thanks. 2019 Western States. We thank look you forward so to seeing you here and, yeah, around the world. Yeah. Thank you so much.